Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 664. Let's go right to the Nerdist Community Corkboard. <laughs> Katie Levine, Kyle Clark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so I've been, I started recently volunteering at NKLA, which is um, part of Best Friends Animal Society. I've been to the, I've yeah. been to Best Friends. That's where she's from. Yeah. She came from Best Friends? Yeah. Well, she came from NKLA, which is part of them. I went to Best Friends in uh, in Utah, in Kanab, yeah. Utah. I've been to the, the facility. Yeah. And then we, um, for our uh, one of our all-star bowling things, we donated uh, money to there. So there's a little Nerdist plaque at, at Best Friends in, oh, in, in Utah. So be- love, love, love Best yeah. Friends. So this is a, a no-kill shelter? Yeah. So I've been volunteering there, and I, I will walk dogs and play with cats and, and whatnot. But they're doing a huge uh, adoption weekend event. Oh, on- hi. Right. On May second, and Goes both ways, dogs and cats. Yeah, I'm bark, bark. <laughs> I, I I love all animals, you guys. I just <laughs> can't choose. <laughs> uh, anyways, so they're doing a huge adoption weekend event at the La Brea Tar Pits on May second and third. And I missed what was said. I, I'm I sorry. missed it. No, I missed it's it. just <laughs> Kenny. He just said meow meow and bark bark, and I can't stop. And do you understand? We're awful people because you're trying to tell people about this wonderful charity it's and the right. brand targets, and all I can think of is meow meow and bark bark. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, so, right. it's, it's at the tar pits, it's at, like in front of the Page Museum yeah, in the park yeah, there. My work yeah. here is done. <laughs> so the, the, I've undermined a good cause. So at the Page Museum at, uh, at Roar Roar. <laughs> <laughs> so at the Laverie Tar Pits, uh, March 2nd and 3rd, starts at 10 a.m., goes to 6 p.m. They're, they're going to have a bunch of animals there to adopt. So it's it's... Best friends in NKLA have animals, but then they work with a bunch of other rescue organizations throughout LA. And uh, I went to the one last year. I just took Scout, and we walked around, and they have a bunch of venues and food trucks, and it's a lot of fun. And if you're looking to adopt an animal, they have a lot of really awesome dogs and cats at the you well, know, people at the want shelter. to. Is there, is there a site that they can go? Yeah, to they donate? go to nkla.org. You can find out more information uh, if you go to nkla.org/events. It has info on this, or if you just want to go to the shelter, it's at eight. 1845 Pontius Avenue in West LA. And it's really, I mean, like, I've, fall, I've fallen in love with so many of the animals, and I can't take them home, so obviously. What you don't know is that Katie takes a lot of pictures of these animals, and while we're waiting for the podcast, I just get her weekly update of animals <laughs> she almost adopted over the weekend. I post some pictures on Instagram, and then a lot of them do get adopted. What is your Instagram? You should promote that. Uh, then. KT underscore money. It's oh, the it's the same as, as Twitter. Twitter. KT, yeah. KT underscore money. But um, yeah, if you guys, you know, it's a lot of fun. Good Go for you, Katie. Levine. 
Kyle Clark, you'd better be good after Save the Animals. I mean, it's for sure not. Okay. Um, but uh, no, I'm super proud. Uh, uh, you know that improv school that we created? Mm-hmm. When I say we, I mean you. No, hey, listen. Hey, I, 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 I would give Ptolemy Slocum uh, uh, most, of the most of the credit. I would for give that. him up to 68% of I the I would credit. give him up to 70 <laughs> million percent. <laughs> but uh, uh, our first original house team, who are called Pilgrim, like it's the first run of graduates from the school. Pilgrim! Right? That's so great. And they are performing for the Chicago Improv Festival. That is fantastic. And from what I understand, Chicago, pretty big on the improv, so it's a pretty big deal. Chicago is just as snobby about his improv as it is about his deep dish pizza. I'm kind of invested in our team because they're kind of like the Mighty Ducks. I feel like they're kind of scrappy, like they're in the side room. Is Emilio Estevez on the improv team? Yes. That's all Dude, I needed to hear. Kills it. <laughs> So good. It's uh, uh, he can do an old lady voice like no one else. Well, uh, congratulations to so, Pilgrim. Yeah, and thank you. April twenty fourth and twenty fifth at seven thirty p.m. at the second uh, second city Donnie's Skybox Theater. Fantastic. And so people should go and support our our scrappy young improv team because I could not be prouder of them because uh, they're pretty funny. I've been to a couple of shows up there and, and they're a bunch of little improv badasses. That little side theater that they they're that they built is awesome. It's like a fifty seat theater. It's in the it's in the annex room that's connected to Meltdown. I'll actually throw out my second plug will be for another show at our theater there. Sure. Have you been to Historical Roast yet? Have not you seen yet. The Holy shit, it's the most fun thing in the world. Like, it is each month a ro- em- or a Comedy Central roast, but with a historical figure. I was sure. Ben Franklin for one, and it's people write historical jokes. Do they get dressed up fun. as... Yeah. A- oh, yeah. If, if there was a show I could ever see you really taking all of your skills to... You could kind of kill it on that show, like with your history writing jokes. That's and, and, fucking amazing. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. All right. So also, that... just to add about the school, uh, improv level one and sketch level one. Um, Are they opening up again? Yeah, they're opening for registration right now. If you go to Nerdist.com slash school. Nerdist.com slash school and at Nerdist School on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, this episode, hostful goodness. Getting the sister wives together again. Can I see something that I love about this episode? Please. I listened to it afterwards, uh, and it starts out uh, with them talking about you wearing a short sleeve button up shirt. Yes. I saw you at Beta Test that night and had almost the same thoughts. Like, I don't think I've seen him in a button up shirt. So I'm glad everyone brought it up. Yes. I'm <laughs> glad it looks good. Shirt it looks good. I've just not. I've either such a shirt or microscope to like, make me feel self conscious. It was good. It. it was good. Fancy but with the guns on. I was against the short sleeve button down for a long time, and then I and then I found one that I liked. That, it, at, man. At, you know, when Lydia and I went out of town, I, I didn't bring any. The, I just brought t shirts, but we were going to the desert. So I'm like, oh, you know, if we have a nice dinner or something, I should. So I bought uh, – I went to All Saints and we stopped in Las Vegas and I went to All Saints and I run hot and cold on All Saints. Some of their stuff I'm like, amazing, and other stuff I'm like, like a 50-year-old goth. It does not look right on me. Uh, so – but but I found uh, a really great – yeah, so the stuff of theirs I love, I absolutely yeah. love. It looks good on and, you. Uh, and so uh, that, that, that was the or- – that was that shirt's origin story. I watched the story. second half of your beta test set and the whole time I'm like, he's talking about his vacation, but I'm thinking about that shirt. By the way, beta test is coming back uh, April 27th. Uh, and then two weeks after again on uh, May 11th. So uh, that's a free show at Meltdown. And they should make a night of it and come hang out at the open mic and say hi beforehand. Yeah, absolutely. The open mic goes on the same time over in the annex. So uh, oh, there no, you go. We're in the main theater. Oh, you're in the main theater show. too? Yeah. You guys, we did we've displace been, you for a while. We were displaced for two shows. Okay. But, but now we, we've been back. Now you're back. strong. Okay, good. Four years running. Good, good, good. Well, uh, well done, Kyle Clark. Well done, Katie Levine. Here's Nerds Podcast number 664. Hostful goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com.
had to make sure we didn't start. Now we're recording. Good. <laughs> Can't we have conversations together without this thing recording? Not when there's three microphones in front of us. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. And begin podcast. <laughs> we have the most formal intros for the hostables. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And I'm... Line. <laughs> Again. You're... Kyle. Kyle. Jonah. J- Jonah. Jonah. Your name is Jonah. Meow, 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 meow. meow. Thanks, bro. You're Meowser. Meowser. That's, that's like that shirt. Oh, that's a lot more. Thank you. I, I was thinking that too this morning when you wore that. I just didn't want to say anything in front of people. Well, that's I nice. don't normally wear short sleeve button down shirts, but no. when we went on our vacation, just do it, bro. I left the. I I didn't pack any. I realized I didn't pack anything but t shirts and long sleeve shirts. So uh, I went to uh, I went to a, a this store called All Saints. Which is We're familiar. We're familiar. It's, well, here's they got the, so many sewing machines. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the stuff at All Saints, I'm like, I would never wear that. But then the stuff that I like there, I fucking love there. And yeah. so I found this shirt and bought it, and, and now I'm... It's nice. It's, it looks real sharp. And, and also casual. I appreciate it. Plus yeah. you yeah. Show, off the, show off the guns, bro. You know... You're working on them. Yeah, Let them rip. Good. Let them rip. Uh, they're better more when they're subtle. Subtle guns. <laughs> Subtle yeah. Guns, your new album. Yeah, Subtle Guns. It's the new fragrance by Jonah Ray. Subtle Guns for when you don't want to show someone, but they know. But they know. But they're there. They're there. They're there, but they're not out. They're there. I just got like back an from, obvious secret, Subtle Guns. I just got back from... Uh, it's like some, the members of Velvet Revolver leave and form Subtle, subtle Guns. guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which would be like a third spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle, subtle, no, I think Subtle Guns would be if Wild Hogs formed a cover band of Velvet Revolver. What's with the Velvet Revolver <laughs> references? I don't know. He started it. I it just sounded it like Guns N' Roses related, so I then extrapolated from that and went, hey, you know what else is Guns N' Roses related? Matt Myra's brain? Velvet Revolver. I always get then Velvet Revolver and Audio Slave mixed up. I always forget. Oh, really? Because it's like, it's like, isn't that the thing where they have... Guys from similar bands, but together it was Audio Slave is Morello, Morello and Chris Cornell. Oh right, is which is Jack White in one of them? No, that's the Raconteur, Raconteurs. Oh, Raconteurs, yeah. Which is Jack White and what's that other guy? Guys, stick to your own band. Stop mashing <laughs> up. We can't keep track of all you guys. Oh, yeah. Sharing electrons okay. like that. Nothing but Travel Wilburys around here. Travel. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one though. I enjoyed it. I did. I listen to Tom Petty's uh, "Buried Treasure" on uh, Sirius XM all the time. That guy, I just love him so much. He did one where he was. They were just acting like they got locked out of the studio, so they're doing an on-location <laughs> one. And he's all, "Yeah, we're just out here, not by choice." Uh, and then you hear a guy they're going, "Oh!" <laughs> he's like, "All right, buddy, let's uh, <laughs> just it's so silly." He's such a silly committing to a bit. He's yeah. he's. Did I tell you my? I interviewed him once years ago. You did, yeah. I and then he says about we're not wearing pants. That was just the end. He just tagged it with, "Yeah, we're not wearing pants." Like it was so. And he sounded like Norm Macdonald when he said yeah. it, too. It was like so out of, left, out of left field. I love Tom Petty. Science! Thank you. Um, we, uh, I just got back from vacation, vacation. which was crazy. It looked great. You I, know, I, I'm appreciating vacations now. You should. It looked like a lot of fun. It was great. So, great pictures. Thanks. But you know, you went on the same vacation, vacation that Katie had been planning. What? Yeah. What do you mean? 
Well, it doesn't mean you can't still do it. No, it's all No, it it's does. Done. It it's does. Done now, no, no, no. You bought the uh, last packet. My my boyfriend had to he's out of town for work for a couple months. And before we knew that he was going to be out of town, we were planning a vacation to Utah and we were going to go to uh Zion National Park, then we're going to Kanab to the Best Friends Animal Society, and then Bryce Canyon. What about Arches, bro? Wow. Uh, I, I, Arches is a little too far east. I was actually Arches. looking at, um, oh, what is it called? Cedar, oh, man, I forget what it's Petaluma? called. Petaluma? No. no. Oh. I know. There's another one I was looking at. Like <laughs> trying to throw everything off. Canyonlands or something like that. We, but. Um, yeah, we drove to, uh, we spent the first day we drove to Las Vegas, stayed at the, nice. en- stayed at the Encore, which was very nice. They're all right. Their wedding venue is not great. Um, <laughs> and then uh, ate at Sushi Sama, which was very tasty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then d- spent the next day driving, and we went through Zion National Park. And here's the thing: I am not. I- I'm a person. When, when I was younger, I had a lot of fears and phobias, and and I'm happy to say I was able to get past a lot of them. So I uh, I have a f- I- I'm weird about heights, mm-hmm. and it came into play two times during. The Is that trip. why you have a problem with me? Yeah, I just don't like. You just, uh, it's I like I burn, that you walk into the room and in the pit of my stomach, I was like, "It's too high. His head's gonna fall off." That just that sounds like the derogatory term for like tall people. I hate heights. Heights. These fucking heights came in. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Guys, speaking of the heights, how do you talk to an angel? How do you talk to an angel? What's that? What? What? You don't know the heights? The no. heights was a, was basically uh, I think it might have been Aaron Spelling, but whatever it was, yeah, it was a nine hundred two one zero. It was off the height, the off the nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, and it was a musical. It was Jamie Walters. Yep, and he was in a band, and they were making it happen. And they, were and they the had heights. a hit. They were called the Heights, oh. and they had a hit song. And it the song was bad to the extent like if you wrote a sketch about that kind mm-hmm. of a nineties band. <laughs> we were like too big. Yeah. Yeah. How do you talk to an <laughs> angel? And that's where the heights part of the Melrose Heights nine oh two one oh blah 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 the, from, from the, the Ben Stiller, Stiller show. show. Oh that's so weird that I don't It's Melrose Heights, the... yeah, that's what they call it in the Yeah, yeah. Von is a robot, yeah. <laughs> you guys you hear Von's a robot. Batteries not a robot. <laughs> Von is robot, yeah. Von is robot, yeah. Um, so I, I'm just weird about heights, and and I, and I and I thought I could get over it, and I knew I've driven through Zion National Park before, and I know that there are there are some roads that go up a lot of very high places Without. with straight drops, but you know before I got there, I kind of did this thing where the night before. I visualize the drive and I visualize myself being like, ah, it's no big deal. Yeah. Some phobe, some fears I feel like your brain registers as a fear and then years later you don't ever revisit it. So you your brain just assumes like, oh, I'm always afraid of that thing. Yeah. But I think sometimes when you go back and you really think about it, you actually aren't necessarily still you know, like there are some yeah, things I think you could you can get rid of it. Yeah. So uh we're so we start driving up the the mountain. And uh, it turns out, no. It turns oh, no. out my body, and it didn't manifest in any really crazy way, but we just got halfway up, and I looked off the side, and it is fucking stunning up there. But my, 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 I just felt all my muscles start to tense up, and like I started <laughs> sweating, and I'm like, I don't know. And it's, we're, we're kind of at the point in our, Lydia and I are at the point in our relationship where she's so fucking cool that I feel like I could. Say anything to her and she'd be like, I don't feel like you like she'd be. You're not ashamed or embarrassed to bring anything up. No, but I hadn't really. 
we hadn't gotten to the part of like, oh, these are the things that scare the shit out of me. Like, I hadn't really gotten to the... F- like, really? Weird- That's like a first conversation yeah, kinda- on a first date for me. Really? <laughs> Let me lay it Hi, I'm out. Jonah. Here's what's wrong about me. If you're still okay with this, yeah. good for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I, I was like, I couldn't tell myself. And I go, I- I'm actually getting... And to the point where I wasn't sure if it was safe for me to be driving because I could just feel my body locking up. Yeah. Against my will. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, you know, I, I'm really stressed right now. And she goes, well, sweetie, pull over. So we pulled over into a shoulder. And thankfully. How'd she calm you down? <laughs> uh, she drove. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no. It was yeah. an automatic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you get going, it's just all automatic. You let nature take its course. No, I mean, I mean, no, she John was is driving. Right. That's what you do. What? Yeah, yeah. What a missed opportunity. Get out of my dreams. Uh, and into my car. What Mo- is that? Is that the heights? No, being no. from earlier. <laughs> uh, so she just took over. Then did you? She learned how to drive on like really precarious driving conditions. Like she was like, oh yeah, like when I was a kid, I learned. <laughs> it's how one to- of those Hearst lessons. <laughs> 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 All right, now that we've covered yeah. mutual funds, driving in dangerous conditions. Yeah. <laughs> Enter the rain dome. Yeah. Well, her family... My driver learned to drive in very precarious conditions. No, she... Okay, now, that's not... <laughs> I know I've seen people robot. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but... Oh, it's she... so weird on this side. <laughs> that's not the first thing she says. You're like, you're not helping. <laughs> well, the, the, the car just has the mechanism where it will hover if you... Oh, we're in a <laughs> rental. Um, no, but I think because her because her family has property in different yeah, parts yeah, yeah, of the country yeah. she learned to and so it was no it was no problem it. for her we were just making fun of her being a billionaire yeah, yeah. all right so yeah. so we, she when she learned to drive she learned how to stay within the lines <laughs> yeah like you who yeah had, had trouble i couldn't yeah. yeah so uh the second time that it happened was we so we stayed at this resort that was insane, just carved into the desert. Oh, cool. This really amazing, there's nothing else around it. And like the Hopi Indians? The, 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 the Hopi Indians, yes. That, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was, uh, it was on, on, as far as I know, uh, in that region. But um, we, uh, uh, I bought hiking boots, which were... <laughs> to shut your fucking mouth, Katie. <laughs> I bought hiking shoes for the first time. Okay, I get it. I know you go on a lot of hikes, and you're real outdoorsy. Yeah, just the way you said it. I bought hiking shoes? Yeah. <laughs> Hiking gloves. They're, they're like feet gloves, yeah. right? Yeah. Feet gloves. <laughs> oh, no, you got the separate toe hiking shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't get those. The Vibrams, the yeah, Gorilla Vibrams. feet. I get those. But it was honestly the most stunning terrain, and it feels like you're on another planet. We went to this place called Horseshoe Bend, which is in just outside of Page, Arizona. I saw that, uh, I saw that picture. That's a great picture. It's an. We took a lot of amazing pictures there, and. Ultimately, I got more comfortable with it, but when we showed up, it is a fucking like a building, like a tall building size drop off down immediately. And people were there, like, there was a guy with his toddler, and the kid was like freaking out because they were so close to the edge. But the guy thought it was funny. He was like, No, let's take the picture. Let's take it. So, obviously, that kid's been ruined for the rest of his life. That was you. You saw yourself in the past, I guess. But it was, um, and then Lydia, who was totally does not have this phobia. Like, I, I would get stressed. Like, she would t- take pictures. She'd get close to the edge. I'd be like, Lydia, uh, Lydia, please, please don't do that. Please, please, please. You know? And so, like, I, I felt bad because I felt like I was imposing my phobia onto her. Yeah. Um, I think they call that a party pooper, Chris. It, I was being a party pooper. Yeah. Poopy, poopy. But uh, ultimately, I, I was able to get a little bit more comfortable with it. And 
It is nuts though, because it really is. It's like it's like it's not like if you slip, you'll have a few chances to maybe grab onto some. You brush. immediately die. You just you're done. And, like, and a volcanoes national park on the Big Islands like that, where just crater just right and, down. And, and it's and it's a kind of thing where there's no chance of survival, and you well, would you would know the entire you have, time if you, you have were... the right Dodge Charger, as Vin Diesel showed us all this weekend. <laughs> you might be okay. Well, uh, there's what? 138 million reasons why you're right. Yeah, you can stiffen up like a board, and then or stiffen up like a mannequin, and someone will try to catch you. But Cause, cause, hey, and then hey, free, free mannequin. mannequin. But uh, it, I think that it's it's the idea that you're a second away from death, and I know that at most times that is the case. Like if you walked into traffic now, there's a good chance you get hit by a car and die. But something about the dreadful nature of that horrible, horrible type of death, and how if you just slipped. It's just one minor mistake. Yep. And it's over. Yeah. So I, I, that was the other time. That's what they right. say in the, in the Chilean shafts. One minor mistake and it's over. But, <laughs> see, you're, using a, you're using a homophone. God. <laughs> God. God. That was a great joke. <la> so dumb. God, that was great. The fact that that hasn't been said before, which it probably has by many dumb people. But like the fact that I hadn't heard it yet. Is, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that's a really good joke. But uh, uh, but all in all, it was an absolutely amazing time, and I have really come to appreciate the value of a vacation. Because I never, I was, and I still had to do some work while I was gone. But ultimately, it's really great. I feel like I just you're discovered this thing. These Twelve built off weeks we've had off for the last two years. I, what I didn't <laughs> before, I wasn't really, you know. Yeah. But it's really, it's really nice, you know. And she's so great. Isn't yeah, it's nice not yeah. fighting on vacation and just enjoying and relaxing. Not it's, being made fun of. It's so nice. It's nice. It's nice to not being called a dumb Hawaiian or a <laughs> Don't you seem puzzled? Man giant or uh what's happening? <laughs> man giant. The things that could happen to Chris on vacation, you know. I don't know. You call him like a former fat kid who hasn't gotten over it yet. <laughs> well. Um that sort of applies too. <laughs> I was uh last weekend I was in um uh I went to the Madonna Inn in San Luis Obispo. Oh yeah, I saw the as you sent a picture. Yeah, yeah, that was for the uh my, Sean O'Connor and Aaron Magner's wedding. Nice. It was nice. It was very pretty. I was the I was the I, I officiated it. You did? Yeah. Just like Demorge did for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I am a ordained minister of the Universal Life Church. Wait, what? Dot com. What? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you yeah, could just you go just online and money. you pay them like fourteen bucks and they send you a certificate. Oh, so you didn't really earn it, you just paid for it. Yeah, you earned it. No, by I got my working calling for his fourteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. I heard my calling. You see, as a non spiritual person, you don't understand. Like, well, you were uh, just trying to get me to hold on to this voltmeter a, a second ago. Yeah, exactly. Spiritual beings. Okay. Uh, such well, as I. Okay, but I've never noticed this side of you before. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was very fascinated with the way L. Ron Hubbard talks. It was interesting to see him finally actually see. Why would you say that? that? Don't put us in with them. <laughs> Psychiatrists. It's like, how dare you? That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, how about a toothbrush? Yeah, but just on the bottom row. Uh, did you watch? I've, I've you watch seen it? Going Clear yet, so ah, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Chris, come I'm on! I'm saying it's at it's at King of Kong level awesomeness. Is it really documentary? Because I've just been I've been catching up on uh, I've been watching season two of Helix, which is very 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 fun. People have been talking about Helix. I heard Happy Valley, which is a import uh, on Netflix right now. Helix, you will like because one of your favorite dudes is in it. Season Oliver two, Platt? Steven Weber. Oh. oh shit! And he's fucking great in it. Webs. I just watched a, uh, a weird, a weird movie with him in it. It's like him 
playing this guy. Uh, and oh, Jonathan Silverman is also in it, and Lori Laughlin is in it. And then David Koechner shows up for a little bit. But it's uh, Stephen Weber plays. It's basically a hider in the house, that old Busey movie, where he lives in the attic of this family's house, and it turns out like he like was like pushed out by the bank, and the guy who did it was living in the house now. Oh, and he so he goes and he yeah, and it's a real weird and creepy horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's great though. So I've I've not I've not seen Going Clear yet, but I'm sure I'll watch it. It's great. It's great. But you you officiated this wedding. Did you do anything to prepare to officiate this one? Yeah, I wrote a I wrote a whole, you know, ten s- minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's weird because you know you want it's a bunch of comics and you want to be. You, they asked me to do it because they know that I would bring. Some Guy walks into a it. bar, meets the girl he of his dreams. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did like basically like my what I did was I wrote a, a kind of a thing about how they're, they're, they have a dog, a Chihuahua named Pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> dog's name is a thing. Yeah. So like I did a whole thing about this dog being named pizza and why would that happen? Who would allow this? There must be some kind of checks and balances, but it's like all about the fact that these two weirdos found each other and agreed to name a dog, something that we could all, uh, you know, what it, did the people, and obviously it went well, people laughed. People seemed, yeah, they had laughs and then sweet obviously moments, went well, they're and, married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if they didn't laugh? Would you like feel weird if you were officiating a wedding and you were kind of doing jokes, but then they weren't landing? Yeah, but it's, it's weird because you just, you know, you can't let, it's not, it has nothing to do with me. Right. It has everything to do with them. Um, and it was, it was weird though because it's like you're saying stuff and you're like, you know, you, you feel, you want to get laughs, but it's not really about that. And I didn't write it to be, you know, a ton of laughs. I just wrote, wrote it to be sweet. So I did that and then like they did their own vows and then I said, by the power invested in me, by the universal life church.com, I now pronounce you uh, husband and wife. That was very nice. That's nice. It was very nice. It was a good little trip. We stayed at the Madonna Inn, which is... What room did you get? Uh, Lucky Cave. Nice. It's, uh, it's got a lot of gold, green, and, of course, a rock wall. Mm-hmm. It sounds like an obscure like Vin Diesel character. Lucky, Lucky Cave? cave. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> Lucky Cave. <laughs> Wait, what? He would be like an Irish... Oh, okay, so he really An Irish gambler. Lucky well, that cave. sounded Australian. Of the, is it? Yeah, I'm not good at uh, the different other white accents. <laughs> You're just good at the white one that you I'm do. just good at the white one I have. Other yeah. ones, other white accents, no good. What about other racial accents? Oh, black accents? <laughs> no, don't. No! <laughs> Katie's don't already do marking no, here, here's, here, here, here's, It's like, hi, how are you? Oh, that's a good Obama. Oh, I, I can do, I can, I can do Obama. Uh, uh, hello? <laughs> I'm just uh, Barack Obama. Great job. Thank that's you. really fantastic. It's, it's really hard to... I mean, I'm transported to the yeah. White, White House. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sasha Malia? <laughs> <laughs> I could just do two or three words. Uh, Michelle? <laughs> so your, your character is called Nobama. Nobama. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> Well, Mr. President, uh, how, how, how do you feel about uh, the uh, Iran uh, nuclear pact? Uh. <laughs> it's once funny, Mr. President. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> You're just doing the horse from Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> that's that's yeah. not Obama. Yeah, um, a lot of people walking around like that. Something to say. Oh, Jesus. Uh. Nothing comes out when they move their lips. 
Just a bunch of gibberish. Oh, God damn it. Let you show Are you me. rubbing your eyes, minor? I'm rubbing my eyes because <laughs> we, I hear it. you say that every fucking day at work because that's in the clip they pay, play to the audience. Yeah, oh, that's at, right. At midnight, so I hear you say those words oh, sorry. every day. <laughs> well, it's nice <laughs> so, to see yes, a live performance. It's nice to see a live so. performance of it. People walking around, they go, like they got <laughs> comes out when they move the list, there's a bunch of gibberish, like they forgot about Dre. Fifty Shades, 50 of, Dre. shades of Dre. yeah. Horton hears a hoot at. <laughs> it's the same clip. We've been playing it for three months. It's like in every joke I remember. I didn't do that. I didn't do Horton hears a No, hoot. that was Mamrie right yeah. after you. I remember the, the hashtag was hip hop. Books? Hip hop books. But uh, the other contestants were pretty much just doing black jokes <laughs> as opposed to hip hop references. I don't know about I'm that. I'm trying to think of Horton uh, hears a hoot at. I'm trying to think of Justin Willman's joke. Uh... Remember it. Too many. Too many jokes too many. in my head. Too many jokes. Too, too many, many jokes. jokes. I uh, I saw. Uh, you sing that well, like you've never seen it. Too many jokes. You just heard too people. Many jokes. Jokes. Uh, too you just many. heard people do it. Too many jokes. Yeah. You know we all the the viral video we all love. <laughs> Those viral videos. Charlie ate me. <laughs> uh, I'm saw, David. I just went to the orthodontist. This <laughs> <laughs> is like yeah. soft. I like it. Uh, oh, I saw while we're young. A uh, new Ben Stiller movie with, uh, written and directed by Noah Baumbach. Yep. It's great. Really? It's really, really, really good. All right. I highly recommend it. Fine. Now, what if, what if the meltdown wasn't produced by Red Hour? I love, I love Noah Baumbach I would still recommend it. Okay. That's all I needed to hear. Uh, it's great. You know, it's, uh, it's got that Noah Baumbach kind of sweet, sad, funny stuff. Charles Grodin is in it. Oh, uh, Chuck. You know, you don't have to promote stuff just because, you know, you're working with those people. Like, I just went and saw a movie that I probably would have seen even if I didn't have a show produced by Imagine if a guy you I've met once. Watch that on a plane. <laughs> I feel like you'd cry a lot. Would you cry what, on a plane? The movie I just saw? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Would How you. would Obama cry on a plane if he were watching? <laughs> Why would Obama cry on a plane? Turn up. Not sad. Whistle. Must be pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Must be pressure. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, Sasha <laughs> No, you don't just get to reference his daughters. For the- Michelle and the girls? No. <laughs> there was an uh, automobile accident. Joe- <laughs> what? <laughs> Man wants to forget the automobile accident. <laughs> So he decides to forget the automobile accident. Joan Bama. <laughs> Joan Bama, Ray. Oh, What'd man. you do on break? Hung out. What's that mean? I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, Chris. <laughs> what? <laughs> Think of it this way. It's a, it's a vacation where you don't go anywhere. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Just, you just enjoy the comforts of home. Yeah, no, I stayed home, did like five podcasts and... Uh, Saw Fast Set Furious Seven. Was it good? It's great. Is it really it's fucking great? Everyone's saying it's the best one. I've only seen did, five. Uh, did Justin Lin direct it? Yeah, that's why it's good. Amazing. He did. He did the last one. Oh, I didn't see the last. Last one. one's fucking great too. Why is it good? I'm, I'm because it knows exactly what it is. It knows it's a ridiculous action movie that doesn't have to completely be plausible in reality or physics, and it just it, it acknowledges it. that, and it goes for it. 
Does anyone ever say, I great. am both fast and furious? Nope. Seven. Mm, no one says that. But they mm. do talk a lot about family. Uh-huh. And, We're not friends with uh, family. What's yeah. the line in it? Which, I mean, that, that sort of line is said 45 <laughs> times in both <laughs> six and seven. Uh, it's fantastic. I think everybody should see it. I really do. I think they did. Yeah, a lot Made of people a lot did. Of $143.7 million opening weekend. Guys, we, once we you get a weekend a, like that, we need to write a car movie. You're all set. Our car movie would be terrible. Probably. But I feel like, because I went to, we got back from, because we had WonderCon over the weekend, which was really, really fun. But I came back from Utah. Um, I heard it was real bad. They called it BlunderCon. Why? I didn't hear that. No, you didn't hear that at all. Um, but uh, we went to, uh, went to Disneyland, because uh, we got in a day early. Went, to, went straight to Disneyland. And... Uh, I was on the Cars ride, and it occurred to me that Cars is basically Fast and Furious for, like, 10-year-olds. No, there's no focus on family in that. Sure there is. No, the Cars there, have little families. The Cars are a little family. No. No. But they are. Chris. There's a Vin Diesel engine. Oh, boy. What? Well, he's the voice in it, isn't he? No. No, no but not. I think Obama might have been in Cars. Turn me on. <laughs> No, the cars can start on their own. They don't need anyone to turn them on. Paul Newman's in it. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> you, you, you sucker punched my funny bone. The <laughs> uh, car saying turn, turn me on. Uh, turn me on. <laughs> Obama. So many layers. Over, overheating. Uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. So you watch Fast and Furious 7? Did you yeah. make any wedding plans? Oh, it's all done. It's it's, you're done? It's done. It's planned. I was just collecting addresses for the save the date, which is going out pretty soon. Are you doing anything in Vegas the night before? Mm-hmm. I could come to that. I know. Oh, you can't go to the actual wedding? Nope. Matt gave me two dates. I did. I set both of them aside. And then he came back and he was like, okay, it's going to be on this third date. And I'm like, I, I can't confirm that, but I believe that is the season premiere of Walking Dead and I, oh, our show's live. shit. So I was like, that is the one thing I cannot cancel. I mean, it was, it, was a lot of, it was a lot of juggling and I really did, really did try to get so what, it your around birthday I thought you. was on a Saturday. Huh? I thought your birthday was on a Saturday. Or your wedding was on a Saturday. No, it's on Sunday. It's going to be on a Sunday. Sunday. So there's no... And I did hold the other two dates aside, and I did say, yes. I will cancel anything. I, I said, I'll cancel anything that, you know, but that is the one thing I cannot, no, I, I cannot I'm, cancel. I'm not upset at all. I know, but you know, I feel I bad. A, it did kind of fuck me up a little bit. Because, like, it was like this whole, like, sort of wriggle-wrangle with the, with the place that we wanted to do it at, and we wanted to have it outdoors, and they have, like, a cutoff of when in the calendar they can do it outdoors because of the high winds in Vegas that happen at a certain time and like they didn't want to do and like so like they had this certain cutoff here and then it was like this thing and then the Saturday that we wanted to do was like already booked by a thousand fucking people so then like it ended up it just like and we talked we talked about moving it again and then it was just impossible cuz we couldn't do it. We tried. No, I it's really not. Tried. They haven't officially announced the return date of the show, but doing the math from when it was last year, it was that weekend. Yeah. So I I'm just guessing. So it's possible it's they might pretty much the same cuz it's the start of their scream month or whatever. 
Right. So it's always around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, are you going to do – is there going to be a post-show for Fear of the Walking Dead? Oh, I, uh, I, I've gotten that uh, question a few times. I, I don't know, actually, is the, is the answer. Yeah. They're doing the same thing they did with the original Walking Dead, which is first season is six episodes. Mm-hmm. There aren't any plans to do an after show for those first six episodes. Not having talked to them a whole lot about it, my best guess is the following. They'll probably see... They pick the season up. <laughs> Your they, best guess is they aired the following after. They aired the following. <laughs> <laughs> they... Uh, my best guess is that they will, because uh, they picked the show up for two seasons. Uh, see Did you how see the pilot? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I heard it's great though. I mean, like legitimately, not like Are you mind saying that aside. because Red Hour produced it. Yes, I'm saying that because of the guy I met one time, Ben Stiller said that. <laughs> um, but uh, I think um, if it goes well, and then maybe in season two, uh, there's probably a better chance that would happen then. But I don't know yet. I would do it. Yeah. Absolutely. In a heartbeat, I would do what it. What are they going to... Is the plan for that to air on, on Sundays that The Walking Dead is not on? I so believe so, yeah. Because I think they're going to... I don't know zombies. when they're going to start it, but again, if I'm guessing, I, it would be... I mean, it's already April. They wouldn't be able to start... I think the show's going to start in the summer, but it would probably make the most sense for them to like have it start and then run for the six weeks right before walking dead. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but that's, that's my guess. Well, let's speculate more. Okay. Um, I think president Obama is Vin Diesel. What would that sound like? Jonah? I am Groot. (laughs) 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 This is one of my, my favorite Jonah characters. This I read an really interesting fun. article. <laughs> I forget if it was like on Slate. I forget where it was, but it was talking about how the Fast and Furious movies owe everything to the fact that Vin Diesel is such a nerd because he only agreed to do, and they show like the dip it took when he wasn't in it because he didn't do the second one. Oh, okay. And he agree, only agreed to do a cameo in the third one at the end if they gave him... Uh, the rights and let him do Pitch Black because he'd love those books so much. Oh, wow. So when that happened, then he got to do that and then he came back and and he just... It was just a very interesting article about the arc of Vin Diesel's nerddom and how the Fast and Furious have benefited from that. Doesn't he have his D&D character name tattooed on his stomach? I heard something like that. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Listen, the guy's, you know, he's the real deal. He's made a diesel. He's 100%. diesel. A diesel's a good engine. Diesel's a, a very efficient engine. Mm-hmm. A little dirtier than some. A little dirtier. Runs well in the cold cold yeah. temperatures. Yeah, sure. You got to heat it up a little bit first. Mm. Um, so I don't know. So the answer is I don't know if I'm going to do an after show for Fear the Walking Dead. I don't. I, I don't know I if there's going to be. Up. I don't know if there's going to be a Hear the Talking Dead. Uh, oh Jesus! What? That's, that's what they call it, huh? No, that's not what they would call it. That's I think they would just probably call it Talking Dead. Oh, I guess you could do Talking that fear. and franchise that. Yeah, and then you have all sorts of stuff on the set. I don't know why. I don't know why they just, just if they were going to do it, they would just call it Talking Dead. But yeah, I guess I so. I yeah, because it's the same show. Same, have they, basically the same universe. Let yeah. me ask you this: yeah, We're going to spitball in here. All right. Well, you're have bobbing your ever, head from side to have side. Have they ever thought about just airing the Talking Dead on its own? How could they? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, just let's just you know it does really well. It yeah. aired for the first time on the in England on the season finale. They aired it in um, well not not just England actually all, all of the United Kingdom. Uh-huh. They aired it, they aired it in the UK, uh, and uh, I really hope that happens because I've I've wanted 
I, I want to go do stand-up in England, but obviously it's difficult oh, yeah. to sell tickets. Again, not just England. I understand the UK is not just England. But my, but if my plan would be, if, if I had a, a, something that would allow me to perform in, you know. Like do a tour. A tour of, of, yeah, yeah. of the Isles. Yeah. Uh, that would be. Yeah, take your time and just yeah. kind of make it a trip as that well. That would be amazing. But right now, I think. Drive, you could drive from one to the next gig. You That'd can't drive to Ireland. No, no, but like the rest, Chris. Yes. I would take a train, Jonah. <laughs> take a... Yeah, driving, drive, driving in the UK is uh, scary but fun. Yeah, yeah. Remember, because that's what Dee and I wanted to do. Our, our original uh, honeymoon trip was we wanted to drive up to Scotland. It's a little more tiring because you, are, you, you can't mentally, you know, like you, you can go on autopilot, so to speak. Yeah, as long when, as you're on the highway, you can... But, but you can't really tune out when you're driving over there because you always have to remember, I'm on this side of the car and this oh, side of the yeah, road. Yeah. I bet that's easier, though. I've driven English cars in the United States, and that's awkward. That's probably very awkward. That's super awkward because of where you, you're positioned as the driver. Yeah. And your instinct is you're always, you're always pushing over the lane where you just to put your car... Right side of the car, yeah. left side of the road. Right side yeah. of the car, left side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it is weird when you see... Other cars start to you automatically think, oh, they're in the wrong lane. Yeah, like, yeah. no, no, they're getting into the right lane. No, even yeah, even when I was there, like especially when I was in Jamaica because they drive on the other side of the road there. Like even taking turns, I could never, for some reason, my brain couldn't comprehend how cars would take ter- left turns or right turns. Did you see the tattoo on that guy's dick? Welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. I did, but it just looked like it said, uh... "Oh shit, Wendy," right? <laughs> Fuck. Pull the the ripcord. Bail out. No, that's I was trying to think. I was trying to think of what the 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 joke is. Yeah, Wendy. yeah, Wendy and yeah. Said, welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice yeah. day. <laughs> that's, it's Wendy, big dick. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a big old Yo, dog. Big old day. Check out his big old Jamaican dick. Old day. But a big old day. Uh. Yeah, that's what I did on vacation. Nice. I didn't go anywhere for the first time in forever. Well, uh, you, I, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not going to be at your Sunday wedding. I'm, I'm also very sorry about it. But can I come on it Saturday? Did, it did affect me. It did affect me. I will say this more than I thought it would. I'm like okay with my siblings not being able to go if they can't go. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it was it is a weird thing. You know, we we spend a lot of time with each other. We're good friends. Yeah. That's why, like you know, I was trying my best to be cool. Like when it looked like you weren't going to make my wedding, like I was like I was trying to like it, you know, be like, no, it's fine, it's okay. Oh yeah, like, but like you it's had like some shitty stand-up gig and couldn't come. I'd no, I would cancel. I would cancel anything yeah, yeah, yeah. else. I would be able to cancel anything else. And like I said, I did the the other two dates were like October. I think you said like October third or the thirty first. Yeah, like so, it'll yeah. either be a Halloween wedding or like early in October. Yeah. And I was like, I will not schedule anything on those days. And so when you when you texted me and you're like, okay, yeah. it's this date, I was like, oh, 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 oh no. Because you're uh, foolish me. I was just looking at your stand-up dates, forgetting your other jobs. Well, I don't want you to. I don't want you to. I mean, you know. Oh, it's not going anywhere, Chris. I've given them a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what hotel is it in? I will let you know off of the air. Oh, you th- come on, circus, circus. <laughs> no, I've got a talking to from. Uh, Young Shafrir. Oh, yeah? About uh, things I say that maybe too much information. 
for her liking. Like, what's an example of too much information? <laughs> well, guys. Chris, you are so bad. <laughs> I was just trying to get the scoop. <laughs> it's that gotcha podcasting you're yeah. famous for. <laughs> gotcha podcasting. Gotcha! <laughs> hey, you said it on the air, Katie, don't cut it out. <laughs> Katie, don't cut it out. Ah. So are you are you going to go on your honeymoon immediately after? No, I don't think so. I think we're working. <clears throat> so you get married on a Sunday and then come back to work on Monday? Yeah, we're not working on that Monday. Oh, okay. I don't know. I haven't seen the calendar. That's good to well, know, though. We haven't been renewed yet. We might not be on the internet. <clears throat> oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> that's technically true. Yeah, mm-hmm. we won't know that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to do those other shows. Diarrhea. Cha cha cha. I went to the uh, foot doctor today because my I didn't know orthotics wore out. I was like, when the guy when I got my orthotics, the guy's like, these are made out of uh, graphite. They're gonna last you a lifetime. And then like I was changing them into some other shoes and noticed that like there's a crack in it and like the heels worn down. I was like, oh, maybe that's why my ankles have been hurting lately. You oh, know, interesting. It yeah. is, I always find the certainty that I feel like no one knows anything. Because yeah. <laughs> the same thing happens like if you call customer service about something, any customer service, and then you have to call back. And then the second person you talk to, you're like, oh, I just talked to someone. And then they said this or this. And they're like, I don't know why they told you that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How hard is this? You know there's one set of rules probably that govern the, like, the same thing with the shoes. Like, yeah. why would someone? Yeah, just tell me I got to get some more. Does, yeah, that's fine. more money for you. Yeah, seriously. You don't, they don't have to be forever things. Like, if yeah. I get, I have to buy things every once in a while. Yeah. Even just giving me a heads up would be great. <laughs> just a little bit. I didn't get tires for my Volvo already. I was like, really? What? Like 30, only put 30,000 miles on it. How long are your tires supposed to last? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not a car guy. Guys. When they look. Guys. This is, why, this is why our Fast and the Furious movie isn't going to be any good. Because <laughs> we don't know how tires work. We don't know how long yeah. tires are supposed to it's last. It's half of the movie is us speculating like what kind of car to get. I don't know, guys. Uh, what do you well, think? I want to go fast, but I also want to be kind of furious at the same time. Do I get this grade of tire? Well, but no, but what if like you, know, you go as fast as you can in a car that doesn't go as fast as you want it to? And that'll well, I'd be furious, furious then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'd be furious get, if that were the case. You get both there, right? I'm then. fast and furious. Yeah. But what if I'm furiously... Trying to drive fast, but there's a lot of traffic, and it's like it's you know it's like three o'clock, so it's not quite rush hour yet, but it's still like some people are leaving early because it's going to be a holiday weekend. Let's just first consider that the going fast is all relative to the situation. So, say there's a lot of traffic, and you're going as fast as you can. Right, that still can be considered fast. It depends on the perspective. Should we cast the situation? I think so, guys. Well, as a cameo for sure, (laughs) but as a starring role, I wish we could get him. Do you see the Entourage trailer? I've watched it like five <laughs> times. <laughs> I cannot wait. I was like, Are uh, you really going to go see that? I'm yeah, going to go see it. Yeah. Fucking midnight me? showing. Gil Ozeri, uh, is who's this a very is... funny comedian guy, uh, he, he did this thing uh, two and a half days of two and a half men where he stayed up for two and a half days straight <laughs> and, watch, and he had people come and watch it with him and he live streamed the whole thing. Uh, and like, uh, so he's gonna gearing up to oh, uh, the Entourage movie. He's gonna marathon through every episode and then finish it up just in time to go see the midnight premiere showing of it. Oh my god! Yeah, and like he's like when I saw him, he because he knows I'm a Taj head, and um, 
And I, so I went like I was like he's like he's like I can't wait. I was talking to Will Weldon, and it turns out like he and this is a guy who's so angry all the time about everything. He's like, oh no, I've watched every fucking episode two times. It's a great show. And then I was, and then like we turns out we both had the same. Uh, speculation of what we thought should have happened in the last season. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've told you that idea, right? Where it's like, so Vinny starts kind of getting into drugs and drinking and being reckless with his life. And my, I was like, I'm telling everybody going, this is what's going to happen. He's going to die. Vinny Chase is going to die. And then the rest of the uh, show is going to be about these other guys who, uh, what, what do they do with their lives after the you know the central focal point of their entire world is gone, and it, I'm like I'm like it would just everyone would be like oh they knew they were going to do this the whole time this is the best show ever yeah. what happens when like the guy the reason they're all there the reason they're all hanging out is that what happened no. no no just like every other fucking episode is it like it's like Vinny you're okay let's make a movie yeah. and then they take off and let's play. crush some puss yeah I wanted Ugh. direct I wanted that to happen so bad I was kind of devastated. It was one of those weird things where it's like, you know, I never want to ask of anything of the art or the entertainment that I take in. I wanted it, it'll present it to me. It owes me nothing. But I felt kind of slighted when they didn't, they had the opportunity to just go do something bigger. I know, but but for you to expect that from Entourage is like expecting some type of a dramatic arc in Fast and Furious. It's like Entourage. There's nothing but dramatic arcs in Fast and Furious. That's very true. (laughs) Rest in peace, Paul. Ow. Um, but I hurt my knee. Oh, Ow. sorry. I thought you meant to Paul Walker. Oh, Ow. my heart. <laughs> but um, I, uh, I, I, the entourage. Like I can't even watch it. Ironically, it's it's too real. It's too spot on. It's too spot on, and it's about people that I hate being around in life. Like yeah. and. But and and I'm sure that initially it probably started as like, oh, this is an ironic portrayal. Of this, yeah. But then it flipped, and, and it, it became, became the thing that I think it was trying to satirize. Yeah, for sure. And or that's, that's did kind people of the become thing. more like the thing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. But I've been. But I. But I. But I've been. I've. I've lived in this city for a very long time, and that yeah. stratum is very spot on. Oh yeah, it, it it's so so perfect. Ugh. So you're it's gonna so go perfect. see. So, but you know it's it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But just Kelsey like Grammer's in it. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, he's one of the cameos. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be so fucking weird and funny, and not in an. I, like I've read the script. Oh yeah, they did the reading, the, the, the live reading. Some guys we don't know the names of did a live reading of the script, <laughs> uh, and uh, I got to play uh, Johnny Drama and uh, and. Um, uh, shit. Uh, Ian Carmel was Turtle. And we made the thing so much longer than it already was by just riffing with with those characters was, every time we had an interaction. And it's it's written like a guy in the movie would have written a movie like that, if that makes sense. It's like... like it's like we cut to Eric. He, we, we cut to E. He's in bed with the most beautiful woman you've seen yet, or so far. Uh, like, um... Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, um... He gets he gets up and and uh, she gets up and, and naked walks you know to the bathroom uh, and E says uh, uh, your ass is perfect and then the in the direction <laughs> her ass is perfect oh god damn it 
fucking fuck. Like, it's like, that's like the guy, it's like, it's like, and then, you know, she starts walking up, she's naked, right, bro? And then, then he goes, you have a perfect ass. And then, like, you know, because it like, is. She does. Because she does. And it is. That's why it's like one of those moments where we, we are, he is, he is now the audience in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> He is now the audience, and we are him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so ridiculous. And it's just a long episode. Yeah. Nothing's bigger about it. I have not seen it's fat sales. That'd be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I secretly hope it... I think it'd be really funny if it opened and it made $1,000. I think that would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, but it won't. It'll make a ton of money. Do you uh, think so? Oh, let's I, don't, I don't think it will make a ton of money. Do you think so? I don't think people give a think, shit. I don't think it will take, make a ton of money. I, I think, oh, yeah? I yeah. think there was an entire oh, yeah? subculture around Sex in the City. I think people watch Entourage because it just happened to be on. But I don't think its fan base is that loyal. No, I, I think, think, I think, yeah, I think do, it's digest... I think it's... I think it'll do okay... Like I think it'll. Probably, I think it'll miss projections. I think it'll do like, you know what? 40, yeah. 45. Yeah. Okay. I can. I can get behind that. I think it'd be great if it just made like a half a million dollars on like three thousand <laughs> screens. Then I feel like there would be justice in the world. Yeah. But no. But I'm sure. I don't. I, mean, I don't know what's opening against. I don't know. That's true. There's a lot of stuff. I don't know what's. I don't know what's. Nothing gonna... opened against fucking Fast and Furious. You can't. You can't. What are you talking about? No, Bombbox new movie did. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that VOD? No, oh. it's theaters, limited release. You gotta when it, when they do when movies do that, like it follows, like you know, or what we do in Shadows. When movies, small movies, get into theaters, you have to do your best to go. It's it follows got expanded. Like they they yeah. delayed the VOD release because it was getting such good word of mouth that it. I'm I'm so excited. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's I'm, fucking fantastic. Yeah, I heard it's amazing. Yeah, Tim uh, Tim League, the guy that runs Alamo Drafthouse, uh, like did a whole uh, article about it. I saw another movie that, if you haven't seen it, is fucking fantastic called Spring. Oh, I don't even think I've heard of that. It's so great. And then this guy, uh, a guy who's a writer at Nerdist, this guy Ben Meckler, who writes for us at Nerdist, I had tweeted how I saw this movie called Spring, and it was really great. And he was like, "Oh, my friends from college made that movie." Oh, no way. And uh, it's really good. It's is it on demand? It is. It is. Yeah, we. I think we. I think maybe we got it on iTunes, but it's. Uh, it's got like eighty-eight or ninety percent Rotten Tomatoes nice. on the tomato meter, tomato. and then. Uh, but it's just a really great creature movie. Like I say, thermometer. <laughs> well, let's call the whole thing, thing nerd. I give that joke a green splat, but uh, <laughs> it. I don't know how to. De- I don't want to describe the movie too much. But it's uh, Furious Seven is eighty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really, That's incredible. Audience score ninety. Wow. Anyway, I recommend Spring. You should see it. Yes, it's, I'll it's definitely. Fun. It's I'll a watch fun it. Movie. Maybe tonight. Um, what else do I think of? Uh, I don't know. Malia and the kids. Oh, I watched uh, Malia and the kids. <laughs> see, I'm no good at it. Malia, kids, kids? Um, bees. Spring has an audience score of seventy two. Oh, still good. certified fresh. Beats it by the credits though. It beats the eighty five percent critic score, seventy percent user score. Sticks. So good. So good. Um, I watched Kill Me Three Times, which is a... Why, why didn't you just want to watch it once? Uh, sorry, the title of the movie is... Uh, I watched Kill Me Three Times once. I'm very <laughs> confused right now. So you watched it three times, so the, the, the whole three-time viewing was just a one-time thing? Uh, third base. <laughs> so, Mr. Obama, so President Obama, <gasps> Mr. President, what you're saying is uh, you got your fingers in? Home run. <laughs> that is a perfect ass. 
It is. <laughs> Obama, Obama doing a reading of the yeah. entourage yeah. script. Uh, Vinny, this movie could change your life. Uh, I wish he cameoed. Yeah, that'd be amazing. If Obama cameoed in well, Entourage. Well, got Warren Buffett. Why not get fucking Obama? Yeah. Uh, oh, but it's uh, Simon Pegg is in the movie. I think it's uh, it was made in South Africa. Is not the goodest. Okay. <laughs> but it's a great Simon Pegg performance. Oh, good. So watch it for Simon Pegg's performance. And if you want to see a I movie that... A goodest is probably not the goodest use of that type of uh, superlative. What, you don't like it? I thought goodest, not the goodest is like nice because it's not, not the greatest. How can we can say not the greatest, but we not the goodest? It's not the goodest. Yeah. So that's sort of a that's sort of a polite. That's Some, somehow that seems better to me than saying not the greatest. If I said something wasn't the greatest, or if I said it's not the goodest, not the goodest, well, wouldn't you then think that the goodest thing was going to be better than the great, not the greatest? Uh, well, no, because I think it's also it's in terms of the conversation where it's like it's not the greatest, meaning like in general, but like it's not the goodest is kind of like. Uh, no, I don't know where I was going with that. It's almost, yeah, not the goodest. I guess but that it's is like a... not done well. It's not that sure. I don't like it. It's just sure. that the movie isn't the best made movie. Right. It's not the goodest. Yeah, it's not the goodest. Uh, but Simon Pegg's performance is great. In it, he plays a hitman. Uh, but it's a. Uh, I've like, never seen Simon Pegg. You mean like be bad? It's like a Guy Ritchie movie. If uh, Guy Ritchie, you mean uh, like Clive Davis, a hitman, slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what? Like Pharrell, a hitman. Like, like Tim makes hits. He like makes Timbaland? hits. Hits. Like Timbaland. Tim. Oh uh, boy! All right, I think we uh, we puttered out. Boy, we we have, started uh, we puttering. Have plenty out. of time, guys. We got nine minutes to fill here. Let's do it quick, Chris. What is the first time you ever? Oh boy. Uh, Got to third base? Yep, got to third base. Touchdown. <laughs> I, uh, first time I ever got to third base? Uh, I it, I think I was 15. Mm-hmm. What a nerd. <laughs> well, it was... Don't hold up your hand to... It was with a fellow nerd girl. Ah. Outside... Uh, we had been playing video games, if I remember correctly, at my dad's bowling center, and romantically was outside by the dumpster. Were you like, hey, I got the keys to this machine. We don't need quarters. No, because it didn't work that way. Oh. No, it didn't work that way. Yeah. Those... Why, why didn't it work that way? Well, he didn't own the machines. Oh, we had an outside vendor. Yeah, outside mm-hmm. vendor came in. There was, a, there was a system of red quarters. Ah. So the quarters were marked. When the machines were emptied, they would be separated. So there was a finite number of quarters uh-huh. that each week, like, here are the red quarters, and you oh, can wow. use those. And uh, That's pretty interesting. Nutty. Yep. Spoiled. I was very spoiled as a I, I had video games at my disposal when I was a kid. Red quarters. Red quarters. Boy, I feel like this episode could either be called Red Quarters or The Goodest. <laughs> well, Red Quarters just came up, and it was yeah, barely I mean, a it thing. It was barely a thing. It's just a thing in your life. Well, Jonah, that's not the goodest attitude for you to have right now because... Well, now you're just not... trying to cram goodest down our throats. You guys are being the red quarters of the podcast. We both we know the episode has this. to be called... Sasha Malia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on some sort of list if we call it that. It's not going to be called... Turn me on. Turn me on. 
Let's just, just let's just, let's call, call let's call this President episode Carbama. Johnny Drama. Oh my God! I said President Carbama. I said Carbama. Oh, <laughs> no, nope, not a good thing at all. Uh, let's call this uh, OT sixty nine. Is that an Entourage reference? No, no it's, it's a Phaeton. It's uh, your OT level. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Sixty nine, bro. OT sixty nine. No, let's not call it that. Well. Are you scared of him? No, I just I don't. Well, he really checked it out today. I wrote this beautiful Scientology thing. I did it. not check it out at all. <laughs> totally kidding. It wasn't I funny. Actually, I actually killed it. I actually killed it. <laughs> it really wasn't he was funny. Giving it was it more, he was giving it. It, it wasn't, wasn't a joke. joke. It, it was wasn't just a, joke. a question it was just about a... going clear, but we but there were but there were a lot of things that we had to set up to make yeah, the too challenge work. work, and then the challenge was a little wonky, and so it was. I was fine with the content. It was just the. Just I didn't write it funny. That's that. I mean, yes, it wasn't that you didn't write it funny. It's just it's it's not that it's funny. A lot of, a of thing. pipe to yeah. lay too for a thing that you know is just ultimately on a show where we reward puns. I've heard you use that metaphor three times today. Did something happen with pipe while you were on break? <laughs> 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 I did use it earlier today. <laughs> I did. I said that. Well, I think of you know. I always I, wait to I, use this pipe delay metaphor today. Yeah. <laughs> I often use it. I often use it when we're in the room and we're talking about uh, we're having to the lay journey. to lay a lot of pipe. Lot. For, yeah, yeah, it's a for an ultimate knot. Lay a lot yeah, of pipe, yeah, bro. Did you lay a lot yeah. of pipe? Lay that pipe. Get to that idea. What, what was super funny today was we had this thing coming up with R two D two is coming on the show, so we we're talking about Show ideas. Friend. And then Chris uh, <laughs> Chris goes, "Oh, we should just do a thing where we like translate the beeps." And I'm like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do like the movie clips and like he can. Tra- and then what's he saying in each one of these scenes? Yeah. And then we're we're all like, great. And then Jared goes, one of our writers. Well, I, I had an idea, and I was like, oh, it better be good because there's nothing better than just Chris saying something, and we all go like, okay, we can do that. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you know how California's running out of water. <laughs> And we're like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, like on Tatooine, they have to build moisture farms. <laughs> so what oh, if Jesus. we could rig up Artu to come out and squirt? <laughs> he goes, no, actually, I didn't even say rig up. He was like, so Artu comes out, and then like he squirts water. And we're like, how is he squirting water? And like, no, yeah, well, you but- could just rig it with a hose. Like, where's the hose? <laughs> no, but like, and the other thing, the other the thing it hinged on was we had we didn't understand binary, so we had to bring in an R two oh, unit. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I liked where we liked where his brain was going, but just yeah. in terms of like all the production, and then Matt's like, then there was a little bit of a silence, and Matt goes, "So can we just translate the beeps?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to be comedy cop here. But I have seen a video that Trevor Moore made okay. where he was like, he's like, hey, did you guys see? It's like I saw him show it at a live show. He was like, he's like, oh yeah, the the new DVD of uh, Star Wars is out, and they put subtitles for um, Chewbacca. It's crazy because like when the subtitles are there, he just kind of gives away way too much of the movie way too much early on, and then so it's like, <laughs> so it's like, or it's like a. And it's like uh, that, like it was the whole like, is that is that a moon? That's no moon. No. And then like it's like he's like doing like he, he starts to make noises and it says no, it's a space station. There's a guy named Darth Vader there. It's this guy's Luke's dad. <laughs> 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 and then like when he was like when he uh, when Luke and Leia kiss, like like he makes this noise. He's like, oh, oh. and like it's like he goes, dude, da da da. That's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, that's good. 
Um, I don't think it steps in the same territory. I don't think it steps in the same territory. Yeah, we're right, it's gonna, a different we're character. Gonna, we're going to have an R2 unit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because we're promoting uh, Star Wars Celebration. Oh, I thought you said and you George Lucas's okay. permission? Yes, but R2 is going to be there presenting and giving points. Uh, okay. The, R, the R2 unit. No, I'm not sure it's fine. I, mean, I don't think he ever put it out. I think it's pretty... Great, what Chris thought of. I mean, well, well, you, you have turned a new leaf, Matt. <laughs> same leaf, same leaf. He just doesn't want to rewrite something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny. It, it, Matt doesn't operate that way. He's making it sound like he's doing it because he's afraid I'll get upset. When in reality, he just doesn't want to do the extra work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't want Chris to get upset. It's nothing to do with that. You yeah. just don't want to do the extra work. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, listen, I don't. I don't mind doing work. I'm a guy that'll do a shit ton of work if I have to do a shit ton of work. You know, you're a guy who likes to build a shit. And I'm not precious about my bullshit. Like today, I said, let's cut that thing. It's not funny, even though I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He tried saving it, and I was like, no, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, by the way, congratulations on season two of Meltdown. Thank you. You've wrapped officially? We've wrapped. Oh, can't wait for the fucking wrap party. When is it? Last night. Oh, guys. <laughs> Did you work on the show? No. Cast and crew only, friend. Oh, okay. I didn't get asked to do anything on the show. You have a job. Yeah, so does Jordan. That's weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I don't understand yeah. why Jonah. Yeah, why wouldn't they ask you to be on Meltdown? I couldn't have been brought in that room. I feel like I've hosted the show with you guys. I, I know you both very well. I could have helped you. Come I mean, up it is weird. It's like 15 stuff. minutes away. You it's could like, just go there right after work. They shoot it at night. Yeah, you're not, I, I would have done it for free. You're I love you guys. Night. I, I don't know why they've done it for I, free. I, I, I don't know why. Like you saying that right now made me go, oh yeah, that would have been a good idea. I mean, I don't know. Jonah Max being a little passive aggressive about this whole thing. I mean, bringing it up on the podcast—it's yeah, weird. It's I don't weird. Know, are you going to let him get away with it? Yeah, I'll let I you guess, get away with it. I guess that's true. I just love a party, you know me. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really thinking about it because it was just the day. It was the day after our last taping, and it was just kind of. Uh, my parents were actually in town for the last night of taping. Yeah, but back to the Matt thing. I mean, uh, why? This is worse than me not going to your wedding because I have to work. Hey, I think Chris is right. <laughs> Fanning the flame. So on, on Saturday, my parents were driving back down from uh, Chico. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I get a text from them saying, are we going to the show tonight? And then I responded with, ha ha, if you want to, seems more like a question for you guys. There's a 7.30 and a 9.30. And then the response was, we'll see how we feel. <laughs> Now, let's just keep in mind that they're driving back down here and are in town for their son's television show taping, but opted to just go straight to the hotel that his that their son was paying for. I love the structure of that. They're like, hey, uh, you know, you didn't ask me if I wanted to come to your party. You want to come to my party? I don't know. Yeah. But you, you're the yeah. one who... And then I... Uh, uh, they then they they text later on. Uh, all checked in, beautiful room, really tired. So we're just gonna chill at the hotel tonight. Have a great show. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, <coughs> they came to the after party because there was. Hey, <laughs> I thought it was cast and crew only. <laughs> oh, um, oh well. Um. um. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Did fun. they enjoy the after party? They did. They had a blast? They okay. did. 
Yeah, it was nice. It's nice having him around. Oh, you know what I went to on last Saturday was the uh, Young Literati Toast uh, for the LA Library Foundation, which was super awesome. Oh, it's like uh, Busy Phillips throws it together with uh, Colin's wife, uh, Colin Hanks's wife, and uh, a bunch of other people, and it was like readings. It was great. It was a cocktail party and readings. Colin Hanks's uh, wife has a name: Rita Wilson. Collins. Oh, you said Heather. you said Colin's no, I wife. Said Colin's and then you said Tom yeah. Hanks. No, he no said Colin. I said Colin. Oh, Heather. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it sounded like three names. You're like this person, and then yeah, Colin's yeah, yeah, wife, yeah. and Tom Hanks' wife. Sure, sure, sure. I think he's just jabbing at you now because he feels I'm not, bad. No, 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 no. I don't think he feels bad. It's totally. Fine. I feel bad. I don't. Know. I mean, I don't know why. I don't There's nothing I can do about it. I feel like. Well, I think you could just go set it back. I mean, that's I don't know. I mean, I thought I was. I thought oh, have him on the show. Yeah. Oh no, I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> I don't need to be on that. It, it, was, uh, it was. I don't do stand up really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come yeah. see me open for Chris May first yeah. at the Wilbur Theater. In it'll, Boston. Be, it'll be the the mo- the set right after the last time Matt did stand up, opening up for Chris at the last show. When was the last time I did stand up? Mm, at the Wilbur Theater. No. Recording the seven inch. Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, Let's start getting those together. The Fast and Furious seven inch? Yeah, Fast, Fast, the Furious seven inch. <laughs> oh, fuck, I should just call it that. <laughs> Fast and Furious seven inch? <laughs> the Furious seven inch. Now it's uh, all packaged there. I know, series. I'm That's... kidding. Uh, what were we just talking about? I don't even remember. Oh. You were just talking about. Oh, I was annoyed at Jonah for not asking me to do the thing. I was going to oh, say, yeah, I yeah. feel like you I. You said was... the literati thing. Oh, that was super. Yeah, that was a really good event. It was. Uh, I would go. I would go again. It was Dory's thing. She was like, "Go to this with me." I was like, "Okay," and we went, and it was a blast. They did some readings of uh, LA-centric uh, writings to benefit the. Uh, it's for for the Los Angeles Library oh, system. Nice. And it was uh, Those fat cats. They need more money. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty spectacular. Because they need to bring did, down big library. They did. Uh, <laughs> they did uh, one part. Uh, Jason Reitman uh, had uh, Jason Medzukas and uh, Mae Whitman read uh, Pacino and De Niro's dinner scene from Heat. Oh, fun! <laughs> which was quite a blast watching Mae Whitman beat De Niro. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, that sounds fun. It was uh, it was really a great evening. That's a cool time. No, well, I love you, jerks. All right. Right back and, at uh, you. I'll see you tomorrow, Jonah. I don't know when I'll see you again. When will you see me again? When will I see you going again? To tomorrow. Don't we have podcasts tomorrow? On Thursday. And on Friday, I'm going to Athens, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Tall John. Tall John. John Schrader's wedding. Yeah. There you go. No, I have to, I'm, performing in, I'm performing in Minneapolis on Friday. And then Madison, Wisconsin on Saturday with April Richardson. Nice. And uh, two, two shows. I think the first show in Minneapolis is sold out. There's tickets in the second one. Oh! Why didn't you have Matt open up for you? What? April's more of a gooder at opener-upper. She's, she's the goodest. I just, I just thought you liked Matt's comedy. Well, but you didn't. I mean, I didn't get a vote of confidence from you. So, uh, <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys! I'm gonna have a real complex about this whole thing. How do we keep done it again? <laughs> Fanning the flames. We're gonna do. You didn't a, even ask me to open up for him in New York, which is the day after. I'm already on the East Coast. Could have gone there. Would have been a real easy train. You know, <laughs> but I'll tell you why you did. You know, because here's the thing: you can come up and do a set there if you want. Uh, Mike Lawrence had asked if he could do a couple shows, and he's already based in New York. So I said, "But you, if it, 
Does Mike live out here now? Did he move out here? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. How's that make him feel? I don't know. That was almost the end. You, you can totally do the set in New York if you want. No, it's fine. I'll just wait for season three of The Meltdown. But um, we're doing a uh, Marvel movie marathon with Marvel. We're doing what a- is it? What? Do you, what? <laughs> well, well, Dad. <laughs> what is it? What is that? What is it? Yeah, like a marvelous movie? What? Is it marvelous? <clears throat> Over the holidays, I pitched an idea to... I, I had an idea. And I sent an email to Kevin Feige and... Because he was also, we were both at this Back to the Future trilogy thing in 1990, but we didn't know each other yet. We're at the Cinerama Dome, they screened Back to the Future 1, Back to the Future 2, and they premiered Part 3. So if you stood in line and you got in, you'd, you'd watch 1 and 2, and then they premiered 3 before, before anyone else nice. could see it. And so he was also at that, because Back to the Future is one of his favorite movies too. And I emailed him out of the blue over the Christmas holidays. And I said, hey, what if, what if you did the same thing with Marvel movies? You showed them all in sequence, and then you premiered Age of Ultron for people who were willing to, like super fans who were willing to wait in line. Nice. And he wrote back, and he was like, that sounds super fun. And, uh, and so we're doing it. So April 20th and 21st, it starts at like 6.30 p.m., starting with Iron Man. It's 11 movies. It's a 28-hour movie marathon at El Capitan. Holy and, shit. Um, and so there's like snacks and prizes and contests and like each movie will be introduced and you know we're seeing if there's uh, uh, who, who's in town maybe that's maybe that's like crazy. cast members and stuff of anyone. And then uh, yeah, and then Ultron. And then you'll get to see Ultron before, before anyone the else. The only one you can get is Ed Norton. Pretty <laughs> 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 rad. That's nuts. Yeah, so it's a long. It's like it's a twenty-eight it's a hour marathon. To people to like watch all those movies. And well, they then, just did the Fast Seven. They did the same thing for Fast Seven. That's they, seven movies, though. That's true. That's like that's 11, eleven movies. We're gonna be exhausted. They are, but it's one of those things like the old Death Ray shows. Yeah, where if you the you Death go, Ray shows never went twenty-eight hours, but you know going into it like this is what it's gonna be. Yeah. And if if you stay for all eleven movies, you, there's this special laminate, and if you're your laminate gets punched for every movie that you see, and if oh, you fine. stay for, if you stay for all eleven, then you're entered into a drawing to get tickets to the Ant Man premiere. Oh, fine. so I really feel like no, no, it's a cool, oh, great idea. I was just like, I'm like, like I would be exhausted. I'll tell you what, if I didn't have a job, I'd be there. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. You too. And uh, let's not talk to each other when the mics get cut off, because then it's you weird. mean like usual? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that you don't get comfortable. No, 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 no. We. Don't talk to each other. I mean, like, that's the, the, I think the greatest trick we've ever pulled is convincing people we actually like each other. In our <laughs> oh, they never thought that you guys liked me. <laughs> <laughs> Vintage Myra. Yep. <laughs> he put on sunglasses when he said that. It was real cool. Oh, wait, the mics are still on. Oh, <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Okay, turn that off. Fucking turn that off. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. 
In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.